across the world, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. An epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8pm until 10pm. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And I didn't do the sound levels, you know, earlier, but I'm sure nope. they're all right. All Sounds right. okay, doesn't it? Yes, I won't speak very quietly, so you can... <laughs> I'm just putting them on now, just to check it. Just to, just to check, we're yeah. all okay. We're all good. No, it's because the speakers, the... Um, Microphones got changed around not long ago, and yeah. you know that's me, behind I mean, the curtain. They don't want to know that. that. Yeah, but with me, it's like the turning the QE two when you do something like this. <laughs> I'll, I'll get used to it a year later. Anyway, yes, um, in this show, I think you're doing the first hour. Yeah. Chris Hayes is doing the second hour. I'm going to tap out, and he's going to yeah, tag in, tapping, tapping in and out. And at the end of the at the end of it, we're going to do a review of Oppenheimer. So I can't I can't say I've done the full Barbenheimer. I've done Oppenheimer, and um, I probably would have been better off doing Barbie the sort of week I've had. But the, uh, see, I thought you. I certainly thought Chris would have preferred Barbie, but it's it's uh, it's one of them. You've got to see one of them. You let I thought. Well, you're less likely to get spoiled with Barbie, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. Well, well, no. Barbie's going to have more to spoil because oh, you know man. how Oppenheimer ends, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know. I, I, no, there are no real surprises with that film, but it, your problem is it's three hours long. Yeah, that's So that's... even if Barbie was only a fucking two hour film or one hour. 45 minutes it's still the whole watching both of them in one sitting no no I, I wouldn't i wouldn't ever do both yeah no. well i can't do it anymore i just can't the bladder doesn't allow no i'm afraid 
And I don't like getting up in the middle of a film and, and not unless an not unless it's for Professor X. <laughs> yeah, you see, the, you see, the, that's Callback. the only time, the only time yeah, ever that's happened for that. You know, oh dear. But yeah, so studio at fabradiointernational.com dot com if you want to take part in in this show and tell us what you've been up to. Have you been watching Barbenheimer? Have you been yeah. out? Have you bought into the hype and gone to sit through both of them? And and you got, have you had the t-shirt on and all wearing yeah. pink? What did you think? Was it you know? And were were people dressed up? You see, I bet they were. I I would imagine at Barbie, but there weren't many at my that, that screening of Oppenheimer. No, there I don't. Many I, people with little atomic cloud hats. They didn't really <laughs> buy into the uh, cosplay for that, did they? No, they didn't. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be honest. I fucking look like him. <laughs> I had a double-breasted suit on, and, and uh, all I was missing was that hat. I, I just n- remember looking at him at one particular moment where he's got that fag hanging out of his gob, and I thought he's wearing my suit, literally <laughs> wearing my suit because it's it's come back in fashion now. People might have thought <laughs> you were there cosplaying as him. So. Yeah, I know it, 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 it did occur to me. But I just, if I'd have just put the hat on and put a stuck a cigarette hanging out of my mouth, I'd have been perfect. And I looked just as stressed as him as well. So, yeah, yeah I completed the full ensemble. And you're a destroyer of worlds. Destroyer and... of worlds, no. <laughs> no, no. Got, I got, I got, I'm not going to go into details. I got a call, called a monster on the phone the other night. And I did my retort. I, I didn't even think about this, but after I thought, fuck me, I've just got, got the title. If I ever do an autobiography, I'm, I'm ever famous. So I went, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm a monster, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a necessary monster, though, aren't I? Well, there you go. <laughs> there you see. go, a necessary monster. <laughs> <laughs> My autobiography. Jesus. A life with Mike Rice. Yeah, no, it's for fucking some life. Like we're just talking about here, the, anyone who knows we've got these bars here and the kitten turned up six weeks, six weeks old. Ran in, uh, was running up and down the street. Much as we can sort of gather, the city centre Manchester, this is, near Satan's Hollow. And it was living in the pay booth. So it had made a home there. So there's only two explanations that make sense. One, it's got out of someone's flat in the centre of Manchester. Yeah. And this is six weeks old. It was going to be dead in a matter of days. Yeah, there was yeah. no food. It was shaking, terrified, won't come near anyone. And it was just going to get run over or a fox or something. Yeah. It was... Um, or probably rat get it at that age. Yeah, so Stephanie from Napoleon's Casino saw it and saw it keep coming and going out of um, their phone, Charlie. This was like two o'clock in the morning and then it all started then, that you had Napoleon's Casino the Brooklyn Hotel, Satan's Hollow, the staff of Fab, all hunting for this cat, right? It went on all day, and then finally they found that it had made a home in the Bay Boover Satan's Hollow, and it took all day to coax it out. By about 8 o'clock at night, an hour before the nightclub opened, he got it and then took it back to my place. And now I'm pretending that... Yeah, we're looking after it, but pretending that that cat's not there to Mr. Paws, the other cat, yeah. because he don't play well. He does not handle... He's, he's not a sharer. No. <laughs> it's a single cat. It's a single parent it's been, cat. It's you been know, spoiled. 
Yeah, he has, he has. And then he, he had a fucking tough life. Someone's done similar, similar to him and abandoned him. So it, it, what you don't want, you, it felt like I was doing something wrong. Like I said, Kit and Impossible. It was. <laughs> it was. It was like a heist fucking movie um, or a bedroom fast. You were running between rooms and trying to keep that door shut. And whenever the the little kitten was meowing, I was making noises because he would fucking know what that was. Yeah. And then I, when I got him in the other room and I turned the volume up on the TV, unbelievable nonsense that went on last night. No one got any sleep. No one got any sleep, not had a, an hour for two days now. And and I think tomorrow it gets rehoused with a vet. Yeah. But we can't find the per They've been on all the message boards. No one's saying missing, so... No, you'd, you'd probably heard of somebody saying... Rippers thinks it's been abandoned or yeah. chucked out of a car. What a yeah, absolute been... bastard. People do ditch. They usually ditch more than one, though, don't they? But it's, uh, so you, got, you don't know. They could be worse. Well, do you remember the worse. old days? I mean, there was conversations when I was growing up, and I didn't realise that, that, like, the neighbours just chatting to my grandma. Oh yeah, we had to, um, we had to, um, you know, get some kittens on a, you know, and then I'm listening to what they're discussing, and then after about three or four minutes. Because you're a kid and you're not expecting this. You're like six, seven years old, and then you realise they're talking about drowning kittens in baths. No, that's as I say. I, I I live near a canal and used to always be like throw them in, in bags. A, a little bag bobbing up and down with a bit of air out of it. Oh, Horrible. So, did anybody do do that? I'm assuming someone sometimes went in and went fuck this and saved them. I no, no. This is you only you only saw them afterwards. Oh fucking hell. It just why why bother? Why do you want to have a pet if you can If you you're just such an absolute numpty. This this is a big problem. It's the same with people who just get dogs to fight each other. Well, they're they're cunts. Yeah. Just sorry to use that before the watershed, but that that's the, there is no other word for that, someone. Yeah, who no, does absolutely. That. No, that, absolutely. well, that goes beyond that. This this is pretty evil to to drop. A creature like that, knowing it's going to die into the centre of a city like Manchester, mm. and that's evil. To get dogs to fight each other, that's off the scale. That, yeah, absolutely, that's, that's another level. I just, I just wish people could be. I wish there were bigger sentences for it. I really do wish uh, people, if they had to worry about being locked up for two years, they might think twice about it, you know? Oh, the brain dead, they think they can get away with everything, don't they, so? Yeah, you know. So, well, you saw, it's not out this year when I saw the, that film, you know, because it's, uh, yeah. you know, the, you, the, you're thinking people are becoming a bit more aware, but... No. No, not at all. Still so, all very selfish. I know. I saw some pictures today that were curious, considering last week I was dealing with what's wrong with Disney. Oh, yeah. And Bob and Bob Iger and all the rest. Now, I've been defending them for years when all this stuff's been going on and people have been going, oh, they're woke, Disney, and all that. And they go, oh, they're weaponising a word. They don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, about. They don't, that's become too much, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's slowly, they've started to make movies that are adding credibility to people who are saying that. That, that are making it harder and harder to defend them when they're coming out with, like I was talking about crap, like the the Little Mermaid and all this, mm. the um, 
you're making the Lion King real life version and it looks like David Attenborough would be at home there. Yeah. Oh, here's Simba on the plains, you know. <laughs> it just looked that realistic, ridiculous. And then you and then the, the the first pictures surfaced. They were they weren't official. So who knows, it might be better than this, but yeah. it was Snow White. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. They it looked the 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 this you know that there's not dwarfs in it now right no so. okay so Peter Dinklage kicked off when they were developing this and he said they sh- they should be no dwarves in this film and everyone went oh shit oh dear me and then suddenly they completely changed it and the the that was dropped from the title it then became Snow White then it became apparent that it's Ziegler that got the role, who's a Colombian actress. Right. And the, this character is literally called Snow White because she's Nordic, with ruby red lips and really pale, icy white skin. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. That's part of the identity of the character. It's a bit like, you know, um, casting a white woman to play Foxy Brown. Yeah. 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 To to me, I'm sorry, I don't think that's out of order saying that. Not in this occasion. It didn't matter with a little mermaid, it's a fucking mermaid. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ, who cares what well, everyone was getting upset about that over. But this one, I get it. And then they've then decided they're not having dwarves in it. Now bear in mind that the dwarves in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, they weren't dwarfs. No. They were they were dwarves, as in the mythological creatures. Yeah, like, like the pixies and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Elves right. and things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. That that is that bad to have dwarves in Lord of the Rings. No, because they're a they're a mythical race then. Now you might argue that they didn't look quite like that in Snow White. They just looked like silly little people. I don't think so. They looked too. Uh, they didn't look like people, did they? They, they were d- not little people. They were done uh, well, in a particularly. Everything was exaggerated about their their characteristics. That's it. Yeah, you know, and um, so they're not in it now because of Dinklage. And then you know that all. Oh, or did he want to get? He, did he, want, did he want to get hired for every seven one. Well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like that guy who did I, the I uh, found, Willy Wonka thing. Oh god! See, I find it. I found it bizarre now that he's the the outcry from the little people community was uh, Dinklage has, has basically done seven little actors. Yeah, out of a job. Out little people out of a job that would have been the thing I kicked off about the same thing over the one-eyed dog in Hawkeye because mm. when I saw the making of that was a two-eyed uh, golden Labrador yeah, there's, there's, yeah there's... They, they CGI'd the one eye on him That's, that was the uh, a perfectly acceptable role for golden retrievers or Labradors everywhere you know that was the one role that they could get in a Marvel movie and um, you CGI in a two-eyed dog I'm, I know this is quite offensive. I'm actually mixing up dogs with with little people at the moment, but it's, it, it's similar equal opportunities. So he's messed that up. So the first pictures of these, I they're not supposed to. They, they're her companions, yeah, right, right, and it looks like a school, a really shit school panto. So, I, you've got to see the pictures. That not, you have so, to look at them. So if they look very young, that just opens up even more trouble. They're all. Uh, it looks like the U- United Colours of Benetton d- did an advert for their version of Snow White. Right. Uh, I, but worse than that, it, it, there are tall... Th- there's no height d- um, 
think you've got little people, really tall people, medium-sized people. You've got everybody there, every single skin tone, colour. It, it just looked like they've deliberately gone out of the way to do this politically correct lineup, so they don't get any shit off anyone. And they'll get even more because it looks ridiculous. <laughs> well, it just looks weird. It doesn't. You, you're looking at it, going, "Those are those are supposed to be." And they, you're remaking a film called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's a hundred years old, nearly now. It's the most important movie that Disney made. It's the and movie it, that made Disney. You wouldn't have anything else because ori- that was the hit that blasted yeah. Disney into the stratosphere and gave it the money absolutely. to build the studio. Late thirties, yeah, yeah, it did. It absolutely did. But, so, but was that an original so folk tale sort yes. of like story with the yeah. dwarfs? Nordic, yeah, 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 yeah. But mythical dwarfs, yeah. not, no, not yeah. little people. Yeah, yeah. It, so and that's why it's uh, it, it's almost like imagine. There was this outcry over the casting. It's it's weird the the argument because they were casting normal sized people and CGI in them as little for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. To avoid, I think, to avoid this sort of shit and doing the the forced perspective and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had really handsome six foot odd honky actors who were sex symbols playing these dwarves in in the the Hobbit. You know, but they Uh, did that. that, Aiden, what's his face? They did that in uh, the the remake, the horror remake of of Snow White as well. With Nick Frost was one of them. Oh right, yeah. You don't remember that one? It didn't go down very well, but yeah. I, do, I just find it, I find, um, you can, so you can't have mythical dwarves now in a film. Not not little people. You can't have mythical dwarves out of fairy tales in a movie now because Peter Dinklage is offended. But like you said... I don't, I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Th- this is just putting, looked, putting people like that out of work. Yeah. The photo looked absolutely embarrassing. You're going to have to have a look at it on the break. It's just... she And he, I'll be honest, even Ziegler, who's a professional, and she knocked it out of the park in um, Spielberg's West Side Story. She can sing. You know, she's great. And she, it just that costume is the Snow White costume from that. So if you are going down this route, why are you dressing her in that costume that that it's not... It's not suitable for somebody like the, of that ethnicity. It just isn't, you mm. know. It, they've got they they just can't seem to do right for doing wrong at the moment. No, well, do you know what they should do? Stop remaking old things. Make they, something new. They 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 just made money out of Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast, and they thought, well, this is. Double dipping, we're going to be able it's, to do all of these. It's lazy, and it's all—it's just getting him into more trouble with this little uh, PC thing. Make something new, and you can write whatever you well, want in it. it. Isn't it strange that you get—you go from the Little Mermaid, nineteen eighty-nine. You end up all the way down now, twenty twenty-three, and you make a version of it, and with CGI that looks that shit that it takes you out of the film. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. The original animation, everybody loved. It. My problem is these films do ruin. They do ruin the original film for some people because yeah. they get synonymous with it. A younger person who's uh, can might have watched the new one 
and then not bothered, didn't like it, and won't won't ever watch it, the the original. It puts you know? people off watching classics, yeah, which is so yeah counterproductive. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing a it's not a Disney bashing bashing session. I love I love Disney's output, but Jesus Christ, they need to stop making these films, these ones. This this is uh, hiding to nothing. This I don't know anybody who wants to watch them. I don't know the audience. They, I think kids aren't interested. No, they're not. They they, they, they turn the back on bloody Pixar. So he, he, if he's serious about dialing it back, he needs to take. Uh, I think these need to be first on the chopping block. I think this one um, when because this is going to bomb. That's, oh, I mean, I, I can only hope this is some bloody early shot where it's a dress sort of dress rehearsal and everything's going to look a bit different it it looks it it just looks like yeah it looks like you know your, your kids brought home a picture oh this is us at this girl play and, and you've got to go oh yeah you look great you know yeah well these are these are not five year olds these you know this is a multi-million dollar movie <laughs> It's like, um, and and it doesn't even look like like it's going to play. It looks like they've deliberately made it look naff. Anyway, that sounds about right. So, what else is the? Um, is there anything else before we go for a break? Let's go for a break before we get into a big convo. We might as well. Right, we'll be back right after this. Starburst Radio, the show that David Geldard listens to. the world 24 hours a day this is fab radio international skolomonsky that's easy for him to say yeah i'd rather him than me i love the skolomonsky yeah one of my, my new one of my new fades that especially with a side of chips Absolutely. It sounds like you, something you might have, you know. <laughs> the way, skin. It's the way I walk. Oh, you see. You don't want that. Anyway, we've got an email. Yep. And it's from um, it's from Mo, who yeah. likes Weird Wide World. Our very and good friend. He's saying, hey guys, Mo here. Just wanted to get your reactions to the Congress hearing that happened in the US earlier today on the UFO phenomena. It was very interesting. Some highlights for me. Expert testimony under oath from high-ranking military officials stated that the U.S. government has an above top-secret UFO crash recovery and back engineering program that's been running with no congressional oversight for many years. Also stated on oath that in some instances of recovery, non-human biologicals, of they've called it, have been recovered also. Whilst they didn't exactly parade aliens around the room, there was no sudden reveal, um, and there was no sudden reveal. It was a big step forward having this topic discussed in such a high-profile session. The expert testimonies were very compelling. I think this latest hearing has laid a solid foundation and will help give other whistleblowers license to come forward. Interesting times lie ahead. I can't remember if I've asked you this, guys, before, but have any of you guys ever witnessed a UFO sighting? A question for Chris as well when he comes on. It truly is a weird, wide world. Indeed. We had it on the office before you came in. Yeah. It was only, it was only on for about an hour or so, just yeah. over. Uh, it's interesting stuff, like he says. I mean, there was a one thing that stood out. There was, I can't remember which side they were on. 
because I, I was just listening from Chris had it on and, and they said uh, you know if there's these intelligent people come into this this our area for millions and millions of miles well I'd welcome them because I've yep. got fucking bump into like, many like, yeah, like years away they get to earth and then they crash oh yeah well <laughs> that that made me go mm, yeah okay that, that is the um, that's the head scratcher that isn't it because yeah. <laughs> that's the last bit you'd think they'd get that bit right wouldn't you yeah yeah I don't know. Um, I mean, I was with you, uh, with Mo at the uh, Little Alien, and there was a guy there, and he, he really, really believed it. I mean, he 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 was non-committal, which you know, I wish he'd just. I wish sometimes people would just say, "Yeah, I saw it last Thursday." Yep. This happened, and give you a blow by blow. It's all well. I might. I thought. I saw. I maybe saw something one night when, and it it always involves weed or mm. booze a lot or of something. Booze. Yeah, but th- this guy, he gave me a um, he gave me a piece of cake, um, DVD box set because it won't play on this uh, <laughs> right. because it's a, a British one. So he got the accent and he went, oh, are you into flying? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah. And he just give me this box set. And he... He's just carrying it about with him. Yeah. So he works there and he says... Oh, he, he worked there. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. he's just behind the bar. And I've not seen one. I, I've looked, I've been around where they should be a lot, an awful lot. I would have thought if I was going to see one, I've, I've put myself... You've in drunk there. enough to see one. Well, there you go. I just don't... I mean, I've not even really seen weird... Something weird like a weather balloon or anything that's just a bit of a weird shape. I've yeah. just... I've, uh, everything I've seen, I've them, been able them to... Them clouds go. that look like something else. Yeah. I've, every time I've seen something that even remotely, I've thought, oh, this looks like it could be a UFO. You, within seconds, I've noticed that it's a plane or it's mm. something... Drones flying all over the place there as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would. I would they look weird. I would love to see some. Same with ghosts. I'd love. I'd love to. To be proved wrong. But... Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the ghost thing. It, that's it. Um, I mean, the, show the, me one. No, I've I've heard them, but I'm still sort of mm. sceptical. Yeah, I've got a friend who's got one. So Jesus, I mean, we used to buy the Unexplained magazine. Yeah, and and we every week there was stuff like this. You were getting cover discs with voices from the dead. You were getting pictures of that. That you remember that those photographs of the aliens that crashed in Roswell. Yeah, and well, they're taking that. They sort of start taking it for a walk, aren't they? That, yeah, it's that like it's like really stretched and out. It's and... just fucking. It, it's just. See at the time, with that re- that resolution was okay in print at the time. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But when you do any work on those photos now, you can see details that weren't apparent then, and they yeah. they just look fake now, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, that 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 alien autopsy video, which was great at the time because it it came out of nowhere. And oh it was boy! In, but but it was just so fake. People really fell for that. People really fell for that. I, it didn't. It just looked too goddamn good for me. Yeah, especially from something good. that was supposed to be from the forties. Yeah, and it it just looked too good. It just it looked like what well, it, it was a HD, almost probably at least seven twenty 
1080p video when that it, someone's put filters on. What they should have done is is copy it about 20 times so it was really degraded yep. on VHS, and then it might have been a bit more realistic. There's ways of doing it. If you did film that and then refilmed it on, uh, put it as an RF feed yep. into or a it, video you know, recorded on a video. Then even as an 8mm or something like that. Yeah, or... you'd have all the, the the right crap on it. It's got these things have to look like somebody's nicked them from uh, and done a quick copy while before the military turned up. You yeah, know, yeah. And they, they ran off with it. Like we just... see in the films, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what we <laughs> want to see, isn't it? But, but yeah, I mean, what, what they're saying, you know, that they've, they're admitting that they've they've got stuff, but... But it's it's they've redefined. It's not UFO anymore, is it? It's yeah. But I mean, I can't remember the the, the proper terminology. But but the back engineering. I mean, how far? But that they, 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 nobody's giving examples though. I know it's top secret, and they're not supposed to. Mm. But I don't. You don't know. I don't know who these people are, so I don't know whether I believe them or not. And yeah. this, there are cranks that get booted out of the military. Absolutely, yeah. All the time. And some of them hallucinate and see things that they've not seen, go telling people they, they've broke the, 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 the rules and they get booted out. It, it does happen a lot. Well, yeah, I, I'm interested. I'm leaving it open, man. I will, we'll hope that one day that we'll get a, a definitive but, answer. But, but everybody's got a camera now and the, the sightings haven't begun... Well, any any bigger of this? The question so. on non-human biologicals is um, is what? Well, can you actually duplicate that DNA? If there's DNA, is it DNA as we know it? Is that no. is it a say it's, it's helix not, strand? It, is it's it? non-human. It could just be an animal we don't know. Mm. Yeah. No, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know whether that, I didn't see it, but I don't know if you've heard of it. There was a program on Channel Four this week. Uh, with some guy who's uh, he, he normally does like you know cooking shows and things like that, and it was promoting this uh, synthetic meat that's been made in the lab, uh, but it was a complete spoof. But everybody's believed it. Really, it was it was like a a, a brass eye type thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they didn't tell anybody it was going to be this. So I mean, I'm going to have to try and watch it because obviously I'm not doing it justice, but. People have actually been on, I've seen it on Twitter saying, they're disgusting. Oh, da, da. You want us to eat this now, do you? The, the Yes Men did a similar thing with, um, they called it a re-burger, and they, they went round to colleges pretending to be McDonald's. They, they had the uniforms, they had the badges on, the whole lot, and they wanted to say, they were doing lectures on how they were saving the planet because they were bringing in this uh, new form of, of food and and basically they were recycling people's shit and <laughs> turning them back into burgers and they were saying we could get up to three burgers and everybody just sat there making notes and making notes and then they'd push it and the, what these guys did was they push and push and push until you get to the point where these students go Hang on a minute. Yeah, so, then, so it gets it gets beyond yeah, yeah, believability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the, I saw I saw a trailer yeah. for it, and and at, at first it looked like it was so straight faced. Yeah. That I thought, oh God, really, really? Yeah. Because it was it wasn't hiding the fact. Look, this is 
synthetic created from DNA and you know basically yeah. you know solid green basically you know yeah yeah but yeah it was a it was a good old leg pull it's good though isn't it these things are amusing but um, yeah so yeah I don't we'll ask Chris when he comes on but I don't it's I'm I'm up for it I want to see something yeah bring him on I think I'd rather um, we'll go for I'd a drink I'd rather see a UFO than a, than uh, some hideous spectre if I've got to fight a bit have one proved I'd rather have the uh, existence of aliens rather than the afterlife because oh yeah 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 I'm not I don't want to be hanging around <laughs> yeah well there's a few people I don't want I don't particularly want to meet again you know exactly that's exactly the, that's the problem so have we got any is there any other news that's been lurking around the only thing really that's that's going to be a, a thing coming up is it's Connected to the strikes, oh. which are still ongoing in, in Hollywood. Uh, which House of the Dragon has managed to uh, continue working through. Right. Because it's... the writing team and all the the scripts were completed before and the, all the team are employed by a British company. Right, that's a good way of getting around it. So they've just cracked on making it. That You're going to see season two of that early next year well one you're not going to see mm. is The Witcher season 4 they've, oh, okay. they've, they've pushed back production to an unknown date next year it was meant to start in yeah, September you know they, they they're they're in I don't know what to say about that they couldn't have been handled any worse they mm. managed to alienate a guy at the exact moment when he's just been pushed out of one franchise uh, Cavill were, then had his little acolytes, his followers, and they would have been tuning in even more because that's mm. where they're going to get the dose of their, their hero, Cavill. And they basically mess around with the source material that much that him, being a massive fan of the games, mm. walk, walks away. And the guy that they've got, that they've replaced him with, they, uh, it's, it's Hemsworth, is, yeah, it? is it? Liam, yeah. And they, 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 they're doing the... The same thing they're doing with the James Gunn thing online. They're all back. The backlash is there, yeah. waiting to hate this new season of which I've never seen the game. I've never played the game. No, nope. I've never read the books. I, I don't know anything about it. Apparently, the games are amazing. I'll take your word for it because. But the not, I not a gamer. I tried to watch this. I've got two, three episodes in and I, I just lost interest and it just didn't do much for me it wasn't it wasn't interesting like I watched two episodes of House of the Dragon and, I'm, and even though I wasn't a fan of Game of Thrones at the end they, uh, they alienated me I, House of the Dragon grabbed me straight away which I didn't so, yeah, that's fair enough I'm, isn't it they didn't didn't even think the effects looked great in it. I mean, he's good. He didn't stomach like that. He looked like he looked like the video game character. And yeah, I guess, if you're a fan, you're a fan, I guess. But but you've got to wait longer now. I mean, so. what are they doing anyway? Are they do, are they just going? Um, Hello, it's uh, season four of Witcher. Um, yeah, he, he looks a bit different, doesn't he? Yeah, they're they, they, they going to be some sorcery that explains that, or are they, gonna, are they just going to do the James Bond thing? I don't know enough about it. Maybe it. he's a different character, I don't know. 
Ah, oh, right. So the witch of a title. The, it might be. Oh, I don't okay. know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm just wondering. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, also, uh, there's a film called Poor Things. Poor mm. Things. Uh, Yorgos Lathros. Do we know him from no. The Lobster? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, uh, and uh, he did The Favourite. Right. No, I can't remember. But, but I, I, I'm mangling his name. Yeah. But his new film was meant to be out in September, and that's getting pushed to December. Right. Uh, it's got Emma Stone in, Willem Dafoe, so. uh, Matt Ruffalo. Uh, and there's also rumours from from Warner's that uh, Dune Part Two, yeah, Aquaman, and the Colour Purple may be pushed back because there's no talent that was going to be available to uh, publicise them. And these things d- desperately rely on uh, well, they, no, they, people turning up on Graham Norton, don't they? They're so, not allowed to do it, are they? No. I mean, under the terms of this strike, they're not that that cla- that's classed as work. Yeah. Well, I, I, was, has worked. I was looking at the, the uh, SAG-AFRA website and this, because we we get a lot of conventions over here, people come over, oh, do yeah. signing and stuff like that. There's a whole section about what you can and can't do. Oh, okay. And about signing conventions and things like that. Yeah, what's, this, that, what's that classed as? That's classed as you're promoting yourself. As long as you're oh. not there promoting a, a blacklisted company... You know, like if you've got you, listed company. Well, there's, the, their expression is a bit more sort of like fancy than mine, but that's basically no, what it comes. No, it is what it basically is, what yeah. it comes down to. No, so, yeah. so if you, as long as your film is an indie film, yeah, you can promote that by all means. Yeah, you just don't got to not be a scab. Yeah, it, yeah. You, you can go and just not talk about them films and talk about yourself. Yeah, when they do Q and As and things like that. Uh, there's actually one of the. It's like a big uh, Q and A sort of frequently asked questions thing on the, on the website yeah. and it says uh, can I sign a picture from such and such a film by such and such a company sort of thing if it's by one of the, the black listed companies uh, yes as long as you've not provided the picture so <laughs> it's a very fine line but 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 it's you know these people are still allowed to come over and do their, they, their they, 150 quid an autographed well there's another story though there you know and I want them to be able to earn a living while they're yeah. down tools. They're on strike. That's fine. But you know, I've not, I've not hidden it on this show. My contempt for charging two hundred and fifty quid for a photograph. Mm. You know, it's too much. All of it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's got worse and worse and worse. It's uh, the, the problem is people are paying it, and that's that's. The bottom line. No, so. no, they're paying it. Yeah, they're paying it for. I see these packages left, right, and centre. You know where pe- people all pay, you know, three hundred quid, and it includes two signed photos of the Joyce and this, yeah. all these different packages. It's it's perverse. It, it is. It is. I mean, I, I have paid for these sort of things, and yeah. you know, it's it's if you can't get depends who it is you can't get a chance any other way that's fair enough depends who it is I don't, I don't mind you you know I, I think the prices have gone have gone really ridiculous it's but. perfectly acceptable to have your favourite actor your favourite band and as a treat go along and do that but it's the some people are addicted to this and oh yes it's, and they're, it's ridiculous I see, but ridiculous uh, there's a guy on my Facebook who I don't want to name names I've shown you pictures yeah, but I he's see everywhere what, him 
what he does though and he does the the, the the fairway he goes and waits outside uh the stage door and things like that He's... yeah but i've seen him with a blue background oh yeah so the... that, you know what that background is that oh yeah no the background background there'll be that as well i mean i've yeah. no i've no problem with these celebrities doing this especially yeah. the old ones because you know i, I came up That's... with a thing depends how much it is I came up with a thing for talking to, to an actor friend of mine and he was in Andor and I said to him, well, that's it, that's your convention pension sorted out. Convention pension. And he went, F yeah. <laughs> yeah, I d- look, I, I just think they could get a convention pension and just maybe give do a few more photos at a slightly more reasonable rate. No, absolutely. I mean, you no, know, the the, the big the big na- the big names are crazy, but these little guys that they're, they're, they're like 15 William quid or something Shatner, like that. Bloody 175 quid or whatever it was. It's just it's bloody hell, you know. This is um it's a real pain. Well, the, the ones that were a uh, celebration for Star Wars celebration. Mm. The, if they were at a normal convention, they would be a fraction of them prices. For some reason, that mm. was just overinflated. There was de- there was a lot Every, of de- that, that going was on a there. lot of two hundred and fifties, a lot of hundred and fifties, a lot of. There know, was a were, lot of good stuff there. There was, ve- that was very few that were under a hundred. There was so, a lot of merch that I didn't think was over the top. That I mean, more the handcrafted figurines and hmm. stuff that stuff that i'd buy and put in the bar or put in a, yeah, yeah. a place at where, where it's on display but the i think just that the, the yeah the these meet and greet type things these the those photo ops jesus christ some of the prices that i was looking at and they enjoyed it there it was good i mean it's an experience hmm. and and you know to be see to see how excited everybody gets! Like when they announced Japan mm. yeah, um, as the next one, everyone went mental, and that was quite. That was no, quite no, it's easy, get, easy well. to get swept along with the excitement of everybody else, and yeah. I, that's great because I know these people love this. They yeah. love getting dressed up, and some of the cl- some of the clothes weren't that bad. Some of the, the the stuff that sort of merch was cheap. I just thought that that there were some people who, in my mind, are not really stars. Mm. And they were, you know, I have been saying it from day one on this show. There's some people that, that you know, that that guy who operates Jabba's tail, he can fuck off. He's not getting, <laughs> he, he shouldn't be charging 75 quid for, no, a, for that, a photo. That, that's, that's, it's ridiculous. That's far completest and things like that. Yeah, and, and, of that, and people, yeah. you know, there's, there are people who just want their, their Star Wars poster yeah. signed by everybody, yeah. every single stormtrooper. You shouldn't. I, you may, I mean, uh, your jab is a dear do when you think about it. You've yeah, got, you've got at least four right of them, arm, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Right arm, head, left arm, body, and tail. Yeah. There's four of them. There's the, the, I think the tail guy does the mid body bit, and then the the, the rest of it. So you got all all four of them. I mean, and my then god, the voice. my god, you'd be better off getting a panto horse, wouldn't you? You know, he's <laughs> got two, two of them. <laughs> yeah, you two of them get that Ponto horse from Rent a Ghost. That's gonna say that'd be yeah. the only one you need. Yeah, you get him, get him. Oh, there was a, there was a Panto horse in Doctor Who called the Merka. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be, but it was. You knew it was. It, it was it was lurking its way down a corridor, and I just you just looked at it and you thought that's a guy, that's two guys. It's well, there's a, it's just a big big Panto horse. That there was one of the. Uh, Going back to the old days of Doctor Who, 
but there was one of the characters was later on in Heidi High. He played the Punch and Judy guy. Oh. Was it the greatest show on earth? Oh yeah, yeah. Was it was it called the greatest? I show know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, yeah. I can't glasses. remember the actor's name. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah he, he later turned up and David Geld. I don't know who he is. Of course, he was. But yeah, that's the thing. He's we, dead we, now, we, anyway. He's dead now. Well, a lot. Well, a lot of the cast are dead now. So, so what's happened to um, what's the face tonight then? Sinead. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, I think it's sad. I think she's had a hard life. And I know, but you, and you shit back shuffling. I'm just. I'm, what's I, I, happened? I, I mean, I, I, I can speculate, but I'm not really. When people say, "Oh, they've had a trouble," because that's all I'm reading. Yeah. Troubled singer, trouble there, and that usually means they they. Um, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, I get it. It's fine. I don't think she had an accident. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was. She she was. She might have been poorly, and nobody knew. Do you think? Incredibly controversial. Well, she's had, she had bipolar, and uh, uh, she, uh, she co- the controversy I totally agree with. She was calling out the Catholic bloody church oh for being pedos. She, she managed to um, get herself banned from every public arena that that possible. I should be praising her really because it's uh, the stuff that she was exposing was needed doing, didn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, she was all right, but. My God, she did opinions. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't invite her on because she would just f bomb at seven o'clock on Wogan or something yeah. like that. You but know. that's something you'd do. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Well, it depends <laughs> what it is. No, I can behave if I know I've got to. I get, I, get, I do stuff on it because I know I can get away with it because we're not, we're not off comp. Because <laughs> you own it. <laughs> well, there's that, but also, you know, and and don't get me wrong, we might be. Drinking in the uh, last chance saloon here because they, 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 all the time there's rumblings about oh, regulating. regulating online shit. Yeah, yeah, there is, and when you think about it, it makes sense, doesn't it? And then I will, I'll, you'll be having to wait another twenty seconds for me to say something rude. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll have the nine o'clock watershed. Right, I think it's time for me to say goodbye and, right, uh, and let Uncle Chris come in. Right then. Well, I'll go. I'll go to a break then, and um, we'll be. We're off tomorrow down London. So uh, me, uh, me, Martin, Chris, and uh, Charlie, we're off. Uh, it's another little starburst trip. So you can hear about that next week. We can hear about it. Um, we can get. We can say what it is. No, they might turn up. They might turn, oh, they might turn up, mightn't they? No, tickets have sold out. But they can t- they'll, they'll, they'll be waiting outside for us, like the celebrities. Will they? Right, well, we're going somewhere really awesome. I can say it's no. the city. They know it's, it's, it's a big city, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we'll it's talk, a big ta- city that's not next Manchester. Week. It's a big city in the UK that's not Manchester, and that's where we'll be tomorrow night. Yeah. At this time, having fun, we hope. Yep. I'll see you next time. See you tomorrow, matey. Yep. Right, and with that, we will go for a quick break and we'll be back with Mr Chris Hayes. Since 2011, hundreds of thousands of listeners have been held hostage by Starburst Radio. Across the world, 24 hours a day. Fan Radio International. 
And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And he's here. I was flicking through an old empire today on the toilet because my Marvel toilet paper had run out. See, he's here. Chris Hayes. Hello there. There you go. That yeah. wasn't you live, that. that it was wasn't, no, it. no. But it was yeah. very realistic. Ew, that's gross! That's me. Yeah. I needed a wee. I did. Did you? That's true. Before coming on? Yeah. Oh. But no, I wasn't upstairs. Get out of the way. No. Got out. No, no, no. I wasn't reading an empire. No. No. I was just uh, prepping for the trip. Packing my bags. To getting ready. See, see, he wouldn't say where we were going because he says that we shouldn't say where we're going because people will turn up. I narrowed it down <laughs> and I said, I said that tomorrow we're all going to another little starburst adventure. Yeah. But we're going to another city in the UK that's big. That's so, what? So, he didn't want to say London. No. In case somebody came, no, you kind of blown it. Well, we are in Manchester right now, and we do yeah. say that if, 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 every if couple of minutes. Can find us in London tomorrow night. I'll be quite impressed. Actually, although it would it would be could, easy to figure out. It would be very easy to figure out what we're going doing. Yeah, if you had just had a look at what's on in London tomorrow, you probably wouldn't yeah, be able to yeah. figure out what we're doing. So we ain't seeing Barbie. No, we're no, not. because you can see Barbie anywhere. Yeah. We're going to something see very something. specific. Yeah. So come and find us. Yeah. What is he scared of being assassinated or something? He does. He does not like the idea of meeting people <laughs> off, who he doesn't know off the radio. I just thought I he was trying to maintain some integrity for the show, so we could tease it, and then everyone would know that they've got something to look forward to next Wednesday when we come back with a big report. You say CD. Uh, that will be we, my we've idea. We've actually not had a violent one, though. A violent what? The punter. Listener. No, thank God for that. Well, I'm just saying, it's not like we've had one of them. I'd understand if we'd had one of them. I mean, the worst I've had, I had to teach someone how to play pinball. There we go. It's not that bad, is yeah. it? It's not really Didn't easy. you have someone turn up to your house once, though? Yeah, I did, yeah. But that wasn't to do with this no, show it was to do, or the magazine. I was, was um, periscoping Zombie. That's it. Zombie was doing a show. He was watching Fox News and he was watching stuff on Fox News and everyone was going on there going, you're better than this, son, baby, don't do this, yeah. <laughs> and, and someone actually said about it, he said, "This, I feel strongly that um, Zom Baby represents the very ethos that Periscope is based upon. Wow. You know? And then I didn't realise that our address was on there, the GPS was on. No, that's scary. So, that. and they pulled up at the end. That's weird. They pulled up at the end. Imagine if you'd have said something very controversial oh, God. to that oh, person. Fucking right. Yeah, I didn't know. And he went, um, hello. And I went, and Zombaby looked like that. He goes, I'm outside. And he's, he's there in the fucking car. What's, who, who does that? Who do, right, this was, I couldn't sleep. And it was six in the morning. Yeah. Oh, and there's a car outside, and I've got to explain to her why that's going on. And it's not a reasonable explanation, is it? Because I thought Zombaby we... was male. Yeah. No, my wife. Oh, right. Because she's wondering why there's a guy <laughs> right, right, outside right. at six o'clock in the morning. You didn't need to explain to the puppet. No, Zombaby didn't like it either. <laughs> but, but when I explained to her that I'm doing a little show on Periscope with Zombaby watching Fox News and that he was one of the listeners, uh, what, or viewers, it didn't really make it okay. 
funnily enough. You love that Periscope app. I love that. Why it's have you never favorite, got into uh, Twitch, ever. twitching? I did, because it didn't look the same to me. I, I liked it's not just it. games, you know. Well, that's what the thing that put me off, because I, I'm not huge mega, mega gamer. I, I play video games, I love playing them, but I can't, you know, I can't spend you know, t- 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 seven days a week playing video games. No. Neither of us, none of us can. No, but um, I did just finish Jedi Survivor. I dedicated a couple of weeks to that. Well, that's good. And it was it? magnificent. Yeah. One of the most um, thrilling pieces of, of, of the Star Wars canon I've ever seen. You get the secret packages, though, you didn't. The what? The secret stuff. No, yeah, I've not got the secret the stuff. Packages. I just wanted to get through it and um, yeah. and see the story it's unfold. completest. No, I'm not a completist when yeah. it comes to video games. Sorry, no, I had a, I, that I, took long enough. I got for um, me, but you see, here's the thing: what's well better? for anybody, it's what's going to better? take you know forty, fifty hours to get through the story. But here's the thing: what's better is is it better that you finished the other one, Jedi Survivor? Mm. Yeah, is it is Jedi it Fallen first, Order? The Fallen Order. Is it better that you got to the end and finished that, whereas I got a third of the way through it? But I got everything. Um, well, I got everything though. I no, got so everything. you've not you've not seen the end of that story. No, okay. But I got every hint package, everything. Yeah. And, and but I don't need Cal Kestis be... upgraded with a goatee. Yeah, well, I... and you can actually get that. I know, I know, I want And I did I get that actually. Okay, so I wanted all the stuff I get. In I don't like customizing my my people. I get everything in Assassin's Creed. I've got. Not bothered. I've got. A hundred different ships, masts, and sails and stuff. Some room, but do you do you use them? Do you go in Absolutely and build your custom? There we go. But I know they're there, and it gives me a hundred percent. I've got I see that hundred percent on that screen. I go, yeah, that's that's good. Well, but why don't you just finish the story and then go and because, do as Dan says, the not, mop up? It's not as exciting. It is. It's, it's just not so slow. You go back and then you build up, and that's what I do. I paste the story and then I leave the very end of the story then I mop up all the other stuff and then I go to that and I know that when I finish that story it is done and the credits come up I don't want the credits coming up and then I have to go to loads of islands finding treasure chests and do you know why not I don't know it's just it feels in like this you're just hopping your ship them. hopping the mantis yeah. and you fly over to another planet you can mm. even fast travel now but round see, the planet, things you'll be able to do with your heightened Jedi powers. If yes, you go back through it. Again. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, you yeah. should do that then. Nah, and get all the Not extra yet. stuff. I will. I will return to it be one day. Loadable content for that, and you, you'll be, you'll have an edge if you've got all this extra stuff. I don't want the extra stuff but though. It's well, it's all about. It's what it's all it's about. It's not. It ruins the integrity of the story it's that I'm playing. Ruin the integrity because all of, of a sudden story. he's like Al Kestis is knocking around with a. Uh, all of a sudden he's grown a, 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 a you know, you a, a mullet to, or something. To, you or don't have to do that. He's got you a. Just, you know, a sparkly cape or something. It adds to you 100%, that's all. You don't have to use it. Your other people in your yeah. crew will be looking at you like, that. where do you get that? How do you get the mm. time to go and change costume? So I like to keep them in, you know, the integrity intact well, you get them and of you the just, characters. You've got them and it goes to you 100%. That's it. That's all I do it for. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny yeah. I'll go back. I've got lots of stuff. Lots Lovely. of stuff with them. Great. You know, lots of got the... This well, have you completed that, though? You don't though? need a crocodile. The story? Nearly, with this one. No, well, I'm on the one that I don't like, you see. 
and then this comic thing happened, and since this comic thing happened, I've not played it. And comic apocalypse. They call comic apocalypse. The comic comicopolypse, or whatever you call it. The, the this fucking mess that I've ended up in. Yeah, I I'm not. I'm about a quarter of the way through it at the moment. What and the the comics, books? Yeah, right. they're all graded about a quarter. This. What's your latest purchase between last week, last week's update? I presume you Silver talked about Surfer it on the show. Three. There we go. Um, it, the first appearance of Lovely. Mephisto. Oh. Um, and nice. after I'd done some restoration work and pressed it, it was near mint and it's worth three grand. And I paid £209 for it on eBay. Okay. There you go, you see. That's when are you, get, this. When are you so getting educa- it graded? I'm educating people here. <laughs> and be, I'll be fighting people on eBay for these things before if I'm not careful. Talking of comics. Oh, boy. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, I thought you were going to start talking about Bobby Davro then. <laughs> no, sorry. No, just just check my notes, see I've if I've got any. Life. Have you? Yeah. Oh, dear. There's a lot of sorry about that. jokes. Does he? He, he does the set, this joke about, isn't it funny when you get over 40, every, every time you run, you, you're farting all the time. No. That's what he does. Yeah, but no. Well, it just not happened to me either. But no, you know, he did. Know. What's he, he eating? He, he thinks that that's a thing that happens. Right. Bobby mm. Davro. You don't hear about him very often, do you, Bobby Davro? I think he died. He's not dead. I don't think Bobby so. Davro. Maybe a reader. Maybe a listener can. Uh, don't be googling it now. I'm just, I'm just shocked. I mean, are you sure you've not got? Uh, you see, see, David's asking. Um, he's just texted me. He's just said. Uh, Geldad. Yes, he's just said, what are, our, you, what are our top three nuclear war movies? Oh, right. Well, I was going to actually, um, I knew we were going to talk about Oppenheimer tonight. Yeah. And also, I was going to tell you that I saw Demon 79 finally. Yes. The last episode of this season of Black Mirror. And it was spectacular. Yeah. That's, uh, Not saying that there's any I, nuclear content in there. I wouldn't. <clears throat> no, I'm, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that that's gotta be if there were nuclear content if there was going to be in yeah. seventy nine, it would be a Bobby Dazzler. Yeah. It he died as well. Bobby Dazzler. Yeah. Well Bobby Dazzler is alive. Oh right. Yeah. Maybe it was Dazzler who uh, yeah. was mistakenly could, about. It could be, but he's he's alive, Bobby Dazzler. Right. Well that's good news. He's um, you know Fan wank. Don't like that one. No. It doesn't just, make sense to context. It doesn't. Why did you pick that one? I don't. Do, on, the bu- on those buttons, does that actually say fan wank? Yes. It's okay. a pile of fucking shit. Puts a commercial. <laughs> I'd love to know what I was talking about. Yeah, no. I think we did cut to commercial one now. Good. But this is my new favourite. Skolomonsky. Yeah. That's a good one. That. It yeah. could be anything. People don't know the context of that now. It's good when it gets old. The older that gets, the better. It's yeah. like a fine wine aging in the cellar. But, yeah, yeah the uh, Demon 79, it, it was, it, God, like, the, the use of music, the story, the acting, the, the people, fucking hell. It was perfect, man. It was just great. Yeah. Love, do you, are you looking forward to seeing more Red Mirror? That's the thing. Well, I don't... Uh, did you read some interview with him talking about this Red Mirror thing or something? Or? Some, they, they, it wasn't him, it was it, somebody else. Because it wasn't explained in the context of the show, was it? Nope, no, not at all, no. But these are supposed to be the, the films. So I, I would imagine you're going to see Demon 79 as a film poster in the background in 
an episode. It would be cool. I don't need it because I've always thought uh, mm. Black Mirror was quite disparate anyway. You know, it's tiny mm. little details, t- details here and there, linking some of them, but well, some of them that it's not one really unified definitive, thing. Definitive end to the sort of universe. Sometimes I haven't really done this and mapped it out. No, I would imagine if you mapped it all out that the universe of Black Mirror sort of ends quite a few times. Doesn't exactly. It? Yeah. So I don't think it can be all one. It's not. Because I don't think that world with them three astronauts is a world where some other episodes exist, you know? It definitely isn't. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I do like Red Mirror. If they're just going to do... If they're just going to do the odd horror one like that... But having said that, they did one with a, with a, the twist. Why are you whispering? Because that there's one that you don't think is horror. Yeah. It is horror. Yeah. I'm whispering so I don't spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're yeah. on radio. I know, I didn't think of that. Anyway, I was just going to tell you, did you read that Crisis on Infinite Earths is getting its own animated movie? Go Along Along with Watchmen. Okay. Next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope they do it right. I hope it's accurate and they don't mess about because some of them characters now, people won't know who they are, I don't think. Who like? The Spectre, and uh, that's a big player in it, and that that character's not been around for a bit. There's been quite a few of them, really. I was quite surprised because I thought um, Gunn's new you know, direction for DC was like, right, we're going to pause everything, yeah. and everything is going to be under, yeah. under one house banner. Yeah. And so it's all unified. And then they do an, an event. End a, a universe-ending event movie. Yeah, just in between. Because it is no. It was newly announced this. this week. Yeah, they don't. And know they what went, doing. huh? They don't know what he's doing. He did. They don't know what they're doing. They just. Don't. I think that might have been a surprise for James Gunn, to be honest. Christ, the whole comic. But I got. We're doing really, what now? I got genuinely jaded this week with comic books because I started reading about this this upcoming event with X-Men and they're doing a red wedding basically where they, they've they now you, you would not believe how complicated the X-Men is now if you were an 8 year old reading a, a copy of the X-Men you would, your head would melt. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't be able to understand a fucking panel of it. Yeah, I'd it's love to get the demographics of comic book readers yeah. nowadays. Oh, I can give it you now. Go on. Uh, they're being written for people their own age. Yeah, yeah, that's um, what I thought. Yeah, and yeah. sadly, Kieran Gillen's done quite a bit of fucking damage with this. Um, oh, is it Gillen, is it? The, he's, he's done a lot of work on Yeah, I love his writing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, yeah, admittedly... <laughs> That's the problem. You can understand that. The What he's done is... Um, th- these, com- these comics are not for children anymore. They're being ma- Comic books are now being made for 40-odd-year-old guys, yeah, who used to read them when they were kids. They're going to be 50, they're going to be 70, they're going to be dead, and there will be no one reading these comic books because eight-year-olds can't get into the hobby. They can't start reading these comics until they get into the 20s because they're just too thematically complex. uh, Do you know that uh, in the X-Men now, they brought in the X-Men Resurrection Protocol and they, they retconned it so that 
X-Men can't die, yeah? That the, the Professor X has been from the day the 1960s where he's got the Cerebo helmet. Yeah. He's been backing up everybody's mind brainwaves, yeah? Right. So that if they ever die, a set of five mutants uh, the, um, can bring back a clone, a body, artif- the other one can artificially age it and the other one can insert the brainwaves that he's been backing up into the body. And every year now they've took over Krakatoa as a mutant island, yeah, and they're all living there. And they every year have this uh, event, this um, big ball, where they all decide who's getting resurrected, yeah, and they oh. resurrect so many of them every year, yeah. You yeah, say there's it, no stakes now, though. No, no, I know there's zero stakes now. You, zero stakes. Every you've got time travel, multiverses, and now resurrection. Resurrection protocol that's, that's been there since yeah. the 60s. Since the 60s, yeah, retcon. So, so did any character in any of these that dies, they, they, they they're just going to be back in, in no time. Well, the the resurrection protocol is going to be used on. Miss Marvel. Oh, right, because she recently died. Yeah. Okay, very recently died. Okay. Well, they're having this, uh, and at this one there's going to be an ambush and uh, a very famous character gets murdered and then it causes all havoc. Yeah, but then in one month's time they'll be brought back, surely. This person isn't a mutant. Oh, okay, gotcha. So if someone like... um, this character comes, they, they're they not a mutant, they can't be resurrected, it's mutants only. <sighs> However, they is a is very Spider-Man special a mutant? way of doing No, there is oh, a very special God. way of resurrecting non-mutants that can only be used in very special circumstances, and they used it to resurrect Captain America recently, who actually had the privilege of being killed off twice in one year. Yeah. They... It's just, it is, it has got to the point where I'm not getting much out of reading these anymore. It sounds tedious. It is tedious. There's no stakes in anything. No No. stakes. Every single week. It's like watching Coronation Street with these five billionaires and five and six serial killers on a back, living in a back street in Salford now, you know, because they they have to keep upping the storylines and upping the storylines. And like when you, you can't have simple stories now in these comic books, they've all got to be that mind bendingly complicated that the, the, you know, the 47 year old kid who used to read them when he was eight, he wants this really complicated but yeah, well, maybe you should have grown out of comics and left it for the <gasps> next generation at that point. Well, it's better than this. There should be some comics made for kids. But surely, surely, surely they are though. Surely there is a they're, uh, they're they're, impenetrable. Sure. Spider Man's awful to read. But then, isn't that's there like a young Spider Man? No, uh, comic book that would slip under your radar. No, there's none of this. They're all they've all got deeply complicated storylines that would that that you re- it's not even challenging it's fucking tedious what goes on in them it, they're just not made for kids anymore it's sad i mean i they, it started the rot started with that secret that second secret wars series that's when i said yeah this is this is silly this you've lost anybody under the age of 14 with this, they're not going to understand this. They're not going to understand these views on the afterlife and all this stuff. Um, they, they, and now that's your average story now. 
is that complicated. And the, the, even DC have d- down that rabbit hole with a lot of stuff. The DC, it started out, Tom King started doing some stuff and Grant yeah, Morrison loved him. trusted him. Yeah, and then he wrecked the comic, <laughs> just like Grant Morrison did, because Tom King is another Grant Morrison. He's another person who, who he does it, makes it really interesting, really interesting, and then completely deconstructs everything to the point where the character's wrecked beyond repair and then another writer has to come in and just etch a sketch it in such an unbelievable way that you go oh right what the fuck was all that about then they they did he did it with the x-men morrison he went and killed all the x-men off killed magneto and then left the the entire thing completely destroyed the mansion dead professor x dead gene gray dead um magneto decapitated and then the next writer, because there was literally no way of writing a, an X-Men story after that, had to almost do it was all a dream. That wasn't the real Magneto that got decapitated. They found a way of bringing Jean Grey back. They did all this. This is this is all I'm saying. You, When you get a decent writer who's really popular, they give him the keys and then they, get, they run unfettered and then they crash the title into the ground because they want to do a grand finale to their arc and then the next writer comes along and goes mm, what do we do well at least we've got the uh, MCU nice nice stripped down MCU free from all this mind boggling tedium well you, you, to deliver the, hit after hit after hit the, the Secret Wars comes is it the last one tonight Secret Invasion Secret is the last Secret episode yeah. today yeah is it is it a one off or does it continue into a second season? No, you you won't be seeing this again. Right? No, the uh, no. You know, mean meaning that, that that because it seems like there's a lot to wrap up. Yes, it does, and I'm back up to date with that now since yeah. the last time we spoke. Hmm. And that it's not yeah. crazy complicated, <laughs> but they've got a, with this with this cloning and and duplicating people thing that's going on. You have to know kind of what's going on to understand why they've got the memories of people and all this stuff. I suppose that's complicated. But. Uh, what, do you mean for kids? Yeah, but there's I don't know. There's Did no, there's no really, children watching this. No, it's not really aimed at that. No, it is not. Which I don't mind that, though. I do, you see, they would be moaning about the comic book. I'd be all right if there was just, you know, if there's... Fucking just some accessible titles that that don't that aren't this deep, you know. Well, there was a um... and another thing: these fifteen X Men books. Oh, I, I, look, I've mentioned before, there's, there's, there's nine Star Wars comic books produced yeah. every month, and uh, I'm then that they, property's they have, biggest fan. The Star Wars ones haven't gone down this deeply complicated narrative, though. Some of them you can read them, and they are good. Just the very good, simple stories as well. There are some complicated arcs, but it doesn't. It don't. You know, they have attempted quite kids. a few uh, crossovers now, which which affects like every yeah, every one of the one, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 the and the Crimson Rain and the War of the Bounty yeah War of the Bounty Hunters mm-hmm, and mm. I don't think that was too successful. Uh, I didn't like having to read a checklist or go to a Wikipedia or Wikipedia page and go, right, which one do I read next? Where where am I with this? You're literally done just do, doing magazines with checklists and 
I'll have a good checklist. There you go. You don't like it the other way around, though, no, do you? No, but <laughs> this is to follow one story. Yeah. One story. No, I get You've it. got to hop over there, back over mm. there, go out and buy that one. Oh, mm. I forgot to pick that one up. La, da, 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 you know, and then has there been any massive crossovers that have worked brilliantly where you are like, oh, my gosh, I hadn't picked up an issue of um, just out my ass Moon Knight for uh, years, but that led me over there, mm-hmm. and that chapter of this big crossover mm. that is that was really satisfying. That chapter in Moon Knight, I'm I'm going to start reading Moon Knight because that's what it's for, that's isn't what it? It's supposed to do, yeah. yeah it's yeah. supposed to introduce yeah. you to titles that you haven't bought or you know haven't haven't caught with in a lot in a long time. And I don't think this Star Wars one, War of the Bounty Hunters, was successful at all. These were, these were, a lot of these were tedious filler episodes. Like the story has just been dumped on the regular writer's desk and gone, you're going to have to do this for this issue. And they're like, what? But you can't do anything too big and it can't be too important because we need that for the, um, there's always like a series that connects them all. Mm. Oh, wow. and it, it, this was about twenty-five know, books you, long. You end up, yeah, you end up having by like twenty to thirty books, yeah, and they're all you know five dollars, and yeah. it's just, it's just that's another reason why you've not got eight-year-olds reading it. And you don't, you just because they can't just buy their favourite. I don't book. think anyone can afford that. Anyone? No, I don't. I don't think so. To buy all these books, but the um, the, the you, it's such a strange model. It's a very strange model when you think that the moaning and complaining every five goddamn minutes about the fact that comic book sales are in the toilet, things are going really bad, and there just seem to be more comic book titles than I've ever seen for shit that I'm not interested in, half of it. Uh, the X-Men ones are incomprehensible. There's so many of them. Uh, some of them... Uh, you've got one with but what you've got is you've got the interesting characters all spread into different titles so you've got Emma Frost in Hellions well, a shame that she's not in the X-Men, you know, with, <laughs> yeah, interacting with some of the other characters being a bit of a cold bitch like we, we love her to be. She's Instead, she's in this other spin-off and then there's another spin-off, there's another version. You know, there's been the sixth version of X-Force is out. The the X-Factor, the fourth version of that is out. There's, there's oh, God, I oh, can't boy. remember them. There's what about, about these three? Uh, there was three comic books that made the news this week. That sound quite exciting. Let's uh, let's see what you think of this. Yeah. Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, how okay. about that, eh? Yeah, no, that he's dead. I'm all on board for that. I mean, they can't mess that up, can they? <laughs> what, can, how but, can they mess that up? That there's not going to be uh, an an issue where you, you get into the deep, deeply troubled psyche of Godzilla, has they? So you know, well, that would be good. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think any of those movies are particularly successful, and I'm not really looking forward to Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla X-Kong, isn't it? It's not versus Kong. Godzilla X-Kong, um, New Titans or something like that. I can't, can't remember what I the subtitles is. I don't is. like the look of it on the page, but I don't not that I get X. used to it. So it's like a collaboration. So they're not it. they're not fighting each other. They're you, you know working together. 
I mean, against surely, a brand new threat. How did they do this before? Because you had these Godzilla films where there was team ups. You'd have Mothra and someone. Yeah, it's just a, it's a contemporary it. thing. Get used to Destroy it. It's fine. Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, but and then everyone will use that, will they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, no, Every, everybody is. You you see it on branding all the time. We've we've right. talked about this. Oh, no. you, you're gonna have to get on the X train. American Psycho. Someone's got the license for American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. And they got the license to use Christian Bale's likeness as well. And they're doing a. Oh boy! It sounds like a an adaptation of the film, but there's also a dual point of view yeah. with another killer running through it. So um, I heard there were three. I heard that one was going with a version where he wasn't. It wasn't real. Yeah. One was a oh. follow-up to the version where it's, it was. It sounds as complicated <clears throat> as the next one I'm going to tell you about then. And then the, 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 and the next, uh, and it also there's the, st- the timeline where he was the murderer. Yeah, that he was. Yeah. And then there's another one. So the movie leaves it very ambiguous, doesn't it? Oh, a lot more than the book. The book was clear that it was. It, he was in the book. Yeah. I, no ambiguity I don't whatsoever. Think so I read the book and I, I, I felt because Brett Easton Ellis isn't going to like this idea, is he? Well, the, the, I'll tell you. What. Nor is Bale. Does, I mean, does Bale me, even know about this? To me, I honestly think the film says that he was just mad. Yeah, me too. He, he, that was my it's take. Clear, mate. The, the the fridge. Where's all the body parts? Gone? Yeah. Where's all the stuff done? He's imagined it. However. You've got American Psycho 2. Oh, yes. Where, where that just went with, no, he was a nutcase and here's his daughter. Yeah. And that's the last we'll say about Patrick Bateman. And we'll just get on with this other, like, tagged yeah. on tale. Mental. Daughter or, so, I can't or remember. cousin? Maybe not daughter, but some girl that's got some connection. And she was played by uh, Mila Kunis. And wasn't. William Shatner in He it. was as a teacher, yeah. Holy shit. And it's called All American Psycho 2, yeah. All-American Girl. All-American Girl, yeah. I was. I did a, I quest- was I did a question. I was devastated when I watched that. For, for uh, the Fab Quiz last week, for the Starburst so round. I themed the round on shitty sequels. Yeah. So that got a mention in there. That's another one of, uh, I've got, that's another of my sequel war crimes where you follow up a version that isn't the accepted version. Like there they fucking did the um follow up to Descent. They chose a version that we hadn't bloody seen mm-hmm. in this country. Yeah. And they did a sequel to that. Bad. But there shouldn't be two versions of a film. There shouldn't be two versions of a film. You shouldn't be watching an end where sudden, especially when one is they stay there and they stay in a cave and go fucking crazy and die. And the other one, they get out and it's a happy ending. Yeah. They, and, that, that shouldn't be the case. And you shouldn't be able to see them. And then they pick up a sequel based on that one. On that one. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> and they and it's ju- exactly what they did with American Psycho 2. I they read. And choose, they chose a, an ending that that was different than the bloody film that we just watched. Talking of... They um, went with a book. Talking of this, this specific thing oh, about God. in America... Um, they 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 change the ending sometime to suit an American audience, so yeah, they make yeah. them uh, a lot um, happier. One of the greatest examples Jesus. I've ever heard is uh, the the day the Earth caught fire, yeah, nineteen sixty one. 
I was just reading a great article for the new issue of Starburst written by Paul Mount on this film. It's a nice retrospective. And uh, I did not know this, that the American version of it Mm. at the end, so you've got that newspaper headline, World Doomed, right, in America, World Saved. Yeah. Yeah. It was a happy ending in the day the earth caught fire, if you watch it in the States. Wow. Amazing. I can't stand it. They they did something. It shouldn't have ever happened. And they, I mean, these other, oh God, I mean, the one that stuck, well, it was the same in both countries, but America, this is America's fault. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 50s one. All right. The end of it. What's the difference there? There's no difference they were just about to release it, and at the very, very last minute, they got such an extreme negative reaction from the people who watched the, the screening that they got Kevin McCarthy back and tagged on a shit ending. And the, it ended initially with all the pods just going out, taking over the world, and him there screaming at the side of the road going, no, you've got to stop them, you've got to stop them, you've got to stop them, and that's how it ended. It, it was all too late, blah, blah, blah. And they filmed a bit on the end where he's, um, he's in an office at military and they're going, thank God we got all them. <laughs> and it's so bad. Useless. It's so bad. That's why I, do, I don't... I like that film because it's an important film and up until that point, it did the Cold War paranoia McCarthyism bit with sci-fi, but that's why I love the 70s one best. It's the special effects, and it nailed all that. And it had the most nihilistic ending I'd ever seen at that point was as a kid. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Hell's bells. Oh, talking about, no, I won't say that. No, won't say that. I changed my mind. We've yes. got emails here. Might as well get through these emails. The people are nice enough to send them. Have you read this one by Machete Ralph? I'm just reading it now. Okay. Hi, Silently. Yeah. Hi, Mike. No, I'm not. Hi, Mike. Loving the tunes tonight. A Blackpool Pier version of the James Bond theme. And was it the Joe 90 theme? Is this what you just played while I was... on the way in, yeah. Right. I was dancing around the kitchen to it, but my daughter was nonplussed. Can you come and do a set down in London after you have nuked it? Has Martin got any suggestions for the Horror Channel this week? Whatever happened to that part of the show? Oh, Anyone would think they didn't advertise with us anymore. Um, <laughs> anyway, the yeah, it was. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the. Uh, it's a weird psychedelic album, um, and it's called Psychic P S Y K I K, and it's all weird. James Bond themes and weird. It, it, the best one is uh, it, it's like you've just turned up in a town that you don't know. It's two o'clock in the morning and there's a little basement bar. It's, you know, mid 80s. You've walked in and there's this shit cabaret singer covering James Bond themes. Sounds great. That's what that album is. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Should we go on to the next one? What was this yes. one about UFOs here? Oh, yeah. Have you seen any? Have have you seen any? Oh, it was weird, weird, wide world, Mo. It was. We've got to get him on the show. What's this? um, Have we? Have I ever seen one? Yes. Um, Have witnessed a UFO sighting. Yeah, Martin haven't. Twice. Mm. And both times, I was utterly convinced that this was the end of the world. 
and wow. uh, and both times I just heard late after the fact that it was uh, oh, it was a balloon or something, something like that. Very wishy washy, but yeah, I saw one over the uh, over the city once, uh, and it was it, it was humongous, and I looked at it for a good fifteen minutes, and I was freaking out. I was about fifteen, something mm-hmm. like that. And um, then never just went about my business, <laughs> never heard anything again. Or so, something the next day, oh, oh, my friend went, no. oh, it was it was in the paper, it was just a, a balloon or something. Oh, or is that the cover story? No, I know, yeah. It's government cover story. And the other one was I was walking home from the uh, video store. You see, the, the thing, we did have a mass phenomena here in Manchester a while ago. And it, but it's down to we have an area. Anyone who's not from Manchester may not know, but we have this bit, and it's kind of like um, Escape from New York. It's called Ashton Underline, yeah. And <laughs> you could easily just put a big wall around it and send any bad people or any morons that you don't want around. Just send them there. I mean, they'll just they'll just mutate. And get on with it, and and be however they are. Anyway, those guys, they were in Ashton Underline. There was just a wave of UFO sightings, wave after wave after wave. It was getting in the newspapers and everything, and it turned out it was their magic lanterns. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's funny how everybody else in the UK, the entire country, knew uh, they went, "Oh look, it's a magic lantern," but they they all reported it as UFOs because. They are so stupid. Well, if they couldn't identify them, then they were UFOs to them. They can't identify members of their own family <laughs> in Aston Underline. The the other one, I'd, I watched a, um, a a big UFO land in a field until I got so scared I had to run away. Wow, that's that's a good one. Yeah, mm. I watched it for ages, mm. coming in to land. Yeah, so, but I, I still don't know what that was. Well, 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 where did it land? Vertically or like a plane? No, it was slower than a plane. Oh, you don't know. It could no, be. No, it was. It was, it was. No, 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 no. It was, it was hovering and it came, mm. it was coming down like that. He says on radio with his hand moving mm. up and down. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. I was freaking out. You find out what it was? Uh, someone told me the next day, oh, a balloon. Oh, you see. Again. Yeah, it balloons, that's why it's slow, you see. Yeah. Coming down. And but the, 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 field, the field, this wasn't like the other one, and it was over a city, oh, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the in the real, I was up high on a bridge, I, far, far, I far away. I want to see one. I want to see one. I, I mean, every time we've gone to the extraterrestrial highway, I've been waiting. I'm literally waiting for my moment where I get to see one. No, and it's not happened. They won't come to you then. No, nah, unexpected. Everybody else sees what. No, they don't. don't. They? Well, no, a lot don't. of people did. Did they? Well, we went just before we went last time. There was an alien invasion. There was, there was some invasion. aliens in um, the, in someone's garden yes, in they Vegas. Were, didn't you seen the video of them? It, it, I wasn't convinced by that video. By the way, it looked a bit too good. Yeah. Again, I mean, it looked CGI. Don't get me wrong. Better CGI than I could do. But it's um, it's yeah. He wasn't. I don't know. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. What's this one from Julie B? Hi, I've just tuned in. Hello, Julie. See, that's good. Yep. Sorry, you've missed Martin. She oh, likes no. Martin. 
Good day. Yeah. A lot of people like Martin. As experts in this area, says Gary Borker, do you think comics are over for children? Oh, God. I think I've just answered that one. Mm. I don't say I, don't, I think that they need to just remember that children are out there. You, by all means, please, 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 you know, write some complicated graphic novels and, and do some complex storylines, but, you know, dial it back at some point and get, do some jumping on points so that a kid can follow it. And also remember that they can't afford to buy 15 comics to follow a storyline every month. Try to keep them a little bit... You like why? I, I, it, not the same thing. But I'm enjoying watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds because it's bottle fucking episodes. And and it's just such a relief that there are one or two arcs and themes that are being played out over a long period. But these stories, they, there's a lot of bottle stories where I can just watch it and it's a great little yeah, break from it's what stripped I'm doing. back. Yeah, and that feels like a relief after everything that I've had. And I loved Deep Space Nine and that was seven year arc but this is good as well are you looking forward to the musical episode that they've recently announced oh, everybody gotta do one they've all gotta do one haven't they i'm skeptical yeah sorry i'm skeptical and believe me some of those guys i don't know about the singing maybe well surprise you yeah but let's look the the, the best musical episode of anything ever was Buffy the Vampire Slayer and famously Sarah Michelle Gellar couldn't really sing and you know couldn't sing perfectly and that's what made it so great yeah she she, I I think I thought her voice was was great in its imperfection you know it was just so so charming that she was belting out these Mm. tunes and it was quite wobbly I thought she was fantastic whereas um, Alison Hannigan famously just said nope yeah nope yeah i'm not doing it i can't sing and i won't sing yeah so she thinks she had that one line didn't she yeah i think my line's only filler yeah and that was it that's all right lovely stuff that that's the best see this next email goes into what we can end the show on okay oppenheimer right it's been barbenheimer weekend and we've uh we've we've oppenheimered it yeah you know I'm a very sceptical Nolan watcher. I, I've been knocking him over the years. I call him the Holy Nolan. I think he's a bit pretentious and overrated. I think some of his films are... are I've seen some of them are great. I've seen some of them that I can't stand. Quickly, um, which ones are the which ones are the greats for you? Um, the Memento's a classic. Yes, and the Prestige, very very good. Those are my two Dunkirk. favorite. Dunkirk is very well filmed. I like the idea of that. I like the fact that it is telling a visual story without need for much dialogue or stuff. That's that's very clever. Tarantino claims that that's the best war film ever made. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. It's a lot better than that. I, I like A Bridge Too Far or... I really like Saving Private Ryan, actually. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket's amazing, you know. That's probably my favourite, Full Metal Jacket. And I like MASH as well. Platoon. Platoon, oh my God. Wonderful film. Platoon is, is, Jesus, that takes you to a... That's pretty much as dour as as Oppenheimer, isn't it? In the... the, uh, It's a, a bleak outlook. 
It's a very potent film. Apocalypse it, Now. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. My God. Yeah, come on, oh Quentin. Yeah, We've know, just yeah, listed just, five there. Yeah, he's yeah. just... It, Dunkirk's good. It, Dunkirk's it's good, good because he's just seen it. <laughs> that's that's why it's the same with, he takes what's his your who's your favourite Doctor Who and they they always choose one of the last three or four and forget bloody William Hart now because they weren't even alive when he was playing it you know it's a funny uh, it's a funny thing I did I, I really enjoyed it with only one criticism and um, it's going to be the same as me and I think it is the same as you and the, the problem is there is a build-up to this, and and he made a big, big, big song and dance in this pretentious fucking way that he does. He likes to go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and with various thing, various bits of filmmaking, like with Dunkirk, he went, I'm going to film it in this certain way. And he did, and it worked, and that's good. And with this one, he said, oh, it's a, a bit of a kickback against CGI, I'm not. There's going to be no CGI in this one because everyone just assumed that he was going to do CGI um, Trinity, the the bomb, that bomb blast is the build up. That's the payoff moment of the film, and he said there's going to be no CGI. I'm gonna, you'll be gobsmacked because I'm going to create in it, create it, and I assure you, um, there's no CGI involved. Yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> yep, me too. I believe that there's mm-hmm. no CGI involved in that scene. Yep. How underwhelming. I agree. It just looks like a car blowing up on Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking does. I won't, won't go that far. There's barely a fucking mushroom. This one of them, it's like one of them little shitty mushrooms you get on a pizza, you know, a little tiny one, the button one. Yeah. They're just on top. Just it's, oh, he's fucking terrible. What is he playing at? Well, you know, get get watching Twin Peaks. Get watching that episode. Episode eight of yeah. Twin Peaks: The Return. Get watching that. That's yeah, how you formidable. Do it. That's mm-hmm. how you do the Trinity explosion. That 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 is the most unbelievable scene I've ever yeah. seen. You want to do something and have people's jaws on the floor? That's what you should have done. Yeah, and that it, was. That, was that 2016 as well, yeah. Twin Peaks The Return? Yeah. A lot of the, there was a lot of crossover with the sound design as well that Lynch mm-hmm. used yeah. throughout that throughout that season. And then in that episode, uh-huh. you kind of realised why he was using that specific sound design. Yeah. And there's a lot of crossover with the sound design, which is excellent mm-hmm. in Oppenheimer. It is. The sound design is one of the best things it about is. the film. But I was like, hmm. I I want I wonder if he saw that episode and was as bowled over as we were yeah. when it came out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I I think he's ripped it. I think he's <laughs> I think he's watched it, and I think yeah. he's cherry picked lots of bits of it. And and the bits that I like about Oppenheimer are the stuff he has borrowed quite liberally off um, off Lynch. And Simon is giving his thoughts here and he says as a Christian my thoughts on I like hearing off, off Christians me being of, of the fallen from faith I like to hear other people's views on stuff and he says as a Christian my thoughts on director Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is it's very well acted however several scenes are annoyingly overwrought the movie's non-linear Narrative structure gets confusing in places. The movie's most fascinating section is the one in Los Alamos leading up to the explosion of the test bomb and its aftermath. Yeah, I did like the tension there. 
Um, however, Oppenheimer's a strong secular humanist worldview with unjust politically correct depictions of anti-communists who disagreed with Oppenheimer about nuclear policy. Finally, it has excessive foul language and two sex scenes with explicit nudity. Well, if you go to China, you can watch this film with a painted-on black dress. Is that for a Florence Pugh? Yes. Right. And it's done in... Do you remember where Blackpool, you'd get, they were pens where yes. they'd be nude and you'd turn them upside down and the dress would go on? Yes. They look better than what they've done to, to the, this. It, I mean... It looks like they've took the frames and just gone and drawn with a, a Sharpie. A, a black dress with absolutely it. no supervision from the filmmaker it at all and no you sense. know how specific he is about a, yeah. a great many things oh boy can you imagine what he's feeling right now and yeah. florence Pugh herself as well she, she wasn't strong she wasn't strong armed into uh, uh, appearing nude this wasn't an exploitative nope. this was just real this was realistic she, she said on many occasions she does not mind Posing nude, she she says she yeah. likes her body and she feels comfortable doing it. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, but at it's least right I don't because think she thinks she, she believes yeah. that it's yeah. it is right. There's no question there. And, and um, should other people do it? Should other people believe that same? Uh, have that same attitude about nudity? No, but that's her all. opinion. No, not at all. No, they, no. If if there are some people very uncomfortable, and over the years they've been sort of cajoled into going along with it and have regretted it later. Yeah, and and it is it's in an individual choice that yeah the um excessive foul language i don't was, recall i don't remember that much any, swearing but then again no. i do swear a lot yeah me too so i think maybe i'm i'm Fucking slightly right. more numb to to it the humanist world view yeah it it you see it's humanist it's worldview with unjust politically correct depictions of anti-communists who disregard disagreed with oppenheimer about nuclear policy but you see, they what shouldn't they, we be having that? Ma, the, ma, the McCarthy era, though, has been debunked. It doesn't matter whether you're left wing or right wing. The McCarthy witch hunt was completely debunked, and it was abandoned on mass by the right wing to whom he was conducting the the witch hunt. It turned out that he was making stuff up. And he, there were people getting their careers ruined and stuff. So that that um, investigation that was trying to portray Oppenheimer as a, a, a socialist sympathizer, a, a commie, there, that was going on in a wider political spectrum at the time, and they were. It was wrong. The McCarthy. McCarthyism is now widely discredited by both right wing and left wing. And so there is that. I don't think he went crazy. And certainly you didn't I don't think you even got McCarthy in it, did you? It was just they were showing that point of view. Yeah. Um, I don't recall. No, it I does don't think it so. does it does give a liberal bias. It does. It does. But then again a lot of a lot of Nolan's political views do come out in his films, don't they? Yeah, I guess so. If I made him, it'd probably be a bit more left-wing because I'm quite a socialist. The uh, I can't really comment too much on the uh, the the, po the political stuff there. Um, 
my education on all that era pretty much comes down to uh, Oppenheimer. Well, it was um, it was just a wide scale witch hunt of, of people that they everyone. This guy got paranoid about everybody being a communist under every rock. There was a communist, and and he was anybody who disagreed with him or the or the Republican Party. Yeah, they went out of the way to find dirt on them. Yeah, the so 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 I un- I understand all that, but but, but why why wouldn't in that disowned him because he was too. Bent. So is is Simon saying that um, these people shouldn't have been, been depicted in it's, uh, quite a biased way? Was it biased? I'm, that, was way it? Of, I'm that political spectrum. So to me, oh. it wasn't. Um, no. I think, but I do think I think Nolan is is to the left, and I think he puts it in his films. He does. I can Not comment just some assuredly some on it worse. On the, the the structure thing though, the non-linear structure, I'm much more comfortable talking about that, that than uh, the uh, the the actual politics of it. Yeah, well, I thought that was that? the. I thought it was a fantastic. I think if that movie would have been told in a linear fashion, mm. it wouldn't be in, it wouldn't be getting the accolades it, it is now. I think it's very bold to go so non-linear with it. I got lost a couple of times. I had to think and go, oh, right. Well, okay. he did. The, ord- ordinarily, the end, yeah. you you employ black and white to uh, trick the audience oh, into yeah, instantly yeah. thinking that's the past. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't quite like that, was it? No. It was just a, it, in fact, it was the, the, the future from where we mm. were. We were anchored mostly in the um, uh, Los Alamos yeah, we era, were. weren't we? Mostly, yeah. yeah. Which is well, I the, which was the best part, the but, build up. Oh there, yeah, the, yeah. The, so being, that's the, why in it's that the heart of cooker. it. Yeah, it being trapped in that pressure cooker was. Uh, but to fire cool back idea. and forth and over there and over here, just constantly, uh, it was so bold. But with the coupled with the score, which was exhilarating. Very good. Um, it it was just seamless. I yeah. found, and it mm. gave this unwieldy three hour uh, tale that mm. spans decades uh, such a a great pace to it mm. that I think that's why it's engaging so many people. Yeah, if this was linear without that score, and it just here's here's the tale from A to B to C. Yeah, nah, that's not a movie. No. This is a movie. I think it could have been slightly longer. They've sort of rushed through the end bit of his life by just quickly showing him slightly older and accepting an award. And there was a little bit more to it than that, but it wasn't that interesting. So maybe he just thought, well, what's the point? I mean, sometimes not much happens in people's lives for 20 years. Yeah, like Nick Fury and Indiana Jones. Yeah, Yeah, apparently so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I doubt to deal with that again last week because someone fucking emailed in about but, what? Oh, was fucking it, reading. We, we were our review of it the other week. Apparently, we we, we shouldn't be you watching a film like that, comparing it to movies made in the eighties. We should be watching it with modern movie making sensibilities. And I pointed out that the entirety of that of those films are done to reflect not 1980s they're done to reflect the bloody 1940s 
Yeah. So that's crazy. It is crazy. And it's supposed to be serials that we that you know that a lot of people who went to see them. I wasn't old enough to watch them at the cinema like you weren't. Nope. Um, but we got what it was. Absolutely. Uh, so you can't say that. And I just. Yeah, I didn't. I was polite. I good, was polite. I good, good, because I wasn't here last listener. week. So. He was a listener. Yeah, and I didn't say anything on your behalf mm-hmm. where we were ripping him a new arsehole, you know. Oh, it's all one big discussion, yeah. isn't it? Of course it yeah. is. Anyway, Always chip in. It, it looks like our discussion has come to the end for this I know, week. that was too quick, that. It, it really was. We didn't even have our last break then. We, uh, yeah, we, unfortunately, we've got an early start, so we're going to have to bugger off because we're going to a secret location to do something very, very, very good. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah, you're see, teasing see, it seeing again. As, seeing as um, sorry, I was drinking my uh, yeah, I'm pink lemonade now. Seeing as um, something's happened here. Wait a minute. Screens froze. Yeah, I know it's just Uh-oh. it's all right. Maybe we oh god, we right. can just stay on. No, I'm on. We're off now. Oh. Right, I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and we'll fill you in about our adventures next week. <laughs> To Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, 109 Portland Street, Manchester.